0: Well, hi, and welcome to Mindful in 5. Today, we are talking about building confidence through self-care. My name is Fiwa Jefferson, and I have a returning guest who is absolutely amazing. So, Dorothy Inez, thank you for coming back, and welcome to Mindful in 5. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) So, confidence and self-care sound like they go together as I think about it, but unpack for
1: us how the two intersect. So, uh, as I was telling you when we were preparing for this, I said, Speedway, you made me go back and pull out my thesis work. You know, you made me go back into the vault on this... And so when I was going back and I was looking at, because I really love this question, I was like, yeah, how do confidence and self-care intersect? And so in the previous episode, we talked about how confidence is about taking courageous action. And so confidence is based on, and I'm going to give you the, the book definition here, is based on belief in your abilities, your skills talents, and your personal power. And so one of the things I found out that the Center of Confidence and Well-Being wrote that as you develop your confidence, it requires that you develop a positive mindset, self-compassion, self-esteem, optimism, which is an attitude of hope, and your emotional well-being. Do those not all sound like self-care? Self-care is so required as you develop confidence because your self-esteem can be impacted. Your sense of hope can be impacted because as you get turned down, turned down, like if you're an entrepreneur or if, let's say you're going for that the promotion and you keep not getting them. All these things are impact. Your mental health is impacted. So all of this requires that you practice self-care. Well, what is self-care? Let me give you the book definition of self-care. Self-care is taking action to preserve your health. And that's your physical health, your spiritual health, your mental health. So yes, they intersect. Ah. Well, I completely agree
0: with you, but there are lots of, especially, you know, busy professionals, busy parents, uh, just busy adults who would say, well, that sounds lovely. But first of all, self-care sounds like a luxury and it's one that I just don't have the time for.
1: Mm -hmm. And so what would you say to them? Well, first thing I'd say, if you don't practice self-care, you won't have any time because you might end up dead. <sighs> self-care, I mean, just keeping it real. You know me, girl, I'm going to keep it 100, okay? Because we, when we don't practice self-care, we open ourselves up to disease, which is dis-ease in the body. We have to make time for it. And the thing is, is a lot of times... When I did a 21-day self-love challenge a couple months ago, the women came in thinking, "Oh, we're going to be going to the spa. We're going to be getting our nails." No, girl, you're not. That is not self-care. Self-care is as simple as what you teach. Mindful in five, you can be mindful in one. Making it's finding space within your current schedule. So. All of us go to the bathroom, right? Well, while you're sitting on the potty for five or 10 minutes, you can get mindful in five. You know, you can take a few deep breaths. We all take showers, right? There's another opportunity to just breathe in, breathe out, set an intention while you're brushing your teeth, set an intention for the day. It's all about being creative and being committed to bringing it into your life. I had to be honest. (laughs) Those are super practical because,
0: you know, I think we make time for the things that matter to us. Mm -hmm. And But I think sometimes when people think about things like self-care or meditation, they're thinking about sort of the eat, pray, love model where Julia Roberts goes off to you know, right These for you know a track for three months, whatever it was and they and, and it's daunting, right so to bring it down to just the super practical aspect of infuse it into what you do every
1: day. yeah, already like going to work a lot of people have a commute. Can you create a, can you listen to a guided meditation? Can you create a playlist that brings you joy, that ups your vibration for the day? How about saying no to things that really don't bring you joy? We often say yes to some, because, you know, we've got FOMO, fear of missing out. How about you just start saying no? Even if you have the time, I always call this the, the art of the sacred, no, is, Saying no, even if you have the time to do stuff, you just, sometimes you just got to like take that minute that you don't have the kids around, that you don't have any work and just take that for you. Choosing to drink out of a glass or a mug that makes you feel good when you're at work, that when you get your coffee, that instead of just grabbing your coffee, how about you go... I just love the smell of this tea or coffee and go about your business. It's that, how about eating a healthy lunch today? I'm going to choose a lunch that's full of vibrant colors that makes me feel energized rather than lethargic. I'm going to go out into nature and just sit outside for five minutes on my break instead of going, you know, and just staying in the building or going to the break room. It's so simple. Yes.
0: And it
1: doesn't matter what your
0: situation is, there's Mm -hmm. always an opportunity to find something that brings you joy. I live in Minnesota. You're in Minnesota, and you know this. In the summertime, the thing that brings me the most joy is I will take five minutes out of my work day and I'll just go stand outside. Mm -hmm. And I graduated, I would tell all my coworkers, I'm working on my porch in my my porch office. Being outside and feeling the breeze and feeling the sunshine on my skin, I'm just like, oh, this is amazing. And it doesn't matter what's happening, right? You could be like in the middle of like a super difficult negotiation and it's like, wow, this is really hard. <laughs> take a minute to just be amazed by the fact that the sun came out yet again today. And yes. So I think it's it's great, but also it makes the point as you're describing these things that. It does, it doesn't have it's not expensive, it doesn't have to cost, it's just finding things in your natural habitat mm-hmm. that take time to savor and experience. But if we assume that all self-care is not equal, what kind of self-care really matters and what does it feel like in the moments when we do it well? Is there anything else we haven't covered?
1: Yeah, well. The self-care that matters is sleep, Ooh. is ah. your diet, <laughs> your diet. What are you putting in your body? Are you moving? And, and, you know, I hate the word. I always, you know, and I know a lot of people go, oh, I hate exercise. And I, cause I will say I hate exercise, but I love movement. I love, I call it sacred movement. I have a sacred movement practice And I love moving. And so for me, it's dancing. What kind of movement can you incorporate that makes you feel good? Mental health, taking care of your mental health is huge, especially in this time. You know, these, it's just that's so key. Who you surround yourself with. That's a huge one because it can make you or break you. Are you around people that all they have are negative things to say? because that affects you on so many levels, affects who you become, affects your mental health, all of these things. So that's huge. And then you say, well, how do I feel? Well, really, you have to just decide and notice rather, not decide, but notice, how do these things make you feel? I will tell you, when I do these things, they give me joy they give me peace because like I have a little side hustle I do. And I realized that, you know what, this, I like doing beauty, but this particular form is not bringing me joy. So I just said, no, I told the person I want to help you because I was felt feeling a little obligation. And I said, you know what, girl, I thought you were committed to only doing what brings you joy. So I let that job go. So that's what, you know, and you feel energized when you do these things. You feel inspired when you are taking good care of yourself. So are there specific steps
0: that we should take in order to build that confidence from inside out?
1: So I would say, get honest with yourself. Take an inventory, you know, sit down, get a journal and be willing to be honest with yourself. Get support, enlist the support of of a coach, a mentor, personal development. Really make your personal development a priority. You and I talked about how we love audio books. You know, like we got a library of hundred books. I got a library of physical books. Find things that inspire you. Get into trainings. You know, you had talked about um, a training platform that you use that's virtual, and then up update your look. I always say it's fun to update your makeup, your style. All of that is re-energizing. I just had a friend here this week and we did that. Learn to just play. You know, as we get older, we want to be in this box. Just learn to play a little bit. Can I just pretend to
0: be confident? (laughs) Do I have to start from inside or can I just... Have the look and kind of fake it until I sort of... Can I build it from the outside in? I guess maybe is another way to say it. Can I sort of fake it on the outside and, and hope that I can eventually feel it on the inside?
1: Yeah, you can, you can go ahead and fake it. And, you know, go ahead and fake it, but I don't know if you'll make it, <laughs> is the thing. Is you have to do... You have to be willing to do the work because when you're faking it, like we talked about earlier... People feel it. And so you have to be willing to do the work. You can start with the outside, but you have to have the intention of going inside. Doing the work requires courage. So you have to be courageous enough to do the work. And can I build
0: confidence without the self care component? I mean, it doesn't sound like it, as you describe what that is, but can I sort of power through and bully myself? Uh, or somehow talk my way to greater confidence? Or does that not work either?
1: Oh, absolutely. You can can bully yourself and talk your way through it. But the thing is, is that you'll suffer because you're not taking care of yourself in the process. Like we talked about all the things that are impacted when you don't have self-compassion, how your self-esteem is impacted your mental health all these things are impact so you can push 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 and then what you end up with is depression burnout poor physical health and like i mentioned even death so it's very important that we practice self care yeah and so to
0: recap this is really good so what are the key thoughts that we should take away from this conversation
1: the main thing is that self confidence And self-care go hand in hand. They are complementary to each other and they're vital to practice together. You can make time. We have, if Oprah and Beyonce can do it and I don't want to hear about, oh, they got chefs and blah, I don't want to hear about it. You can make time if that's what you want. You have to make yourself a priority.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. Dorothy Ines, thank you so much for joining us today. And on, on that final piece about making time, you know, I, I remember I had a friend of mine who's a general counsel at a really big company. And I was amazed because I had this goal of going to the gym, like, you know, three to five, three, well, if I made it three times a week, it was, it was like, woohoo. And he <laughs> Like every day, he went five, six days a week. And sometimes it was for at least an hour, sometimes two. And I remember saying to him, uh, he's a general counsel. At the time, I was just an associate general counsel. And we just like at least two steps below where he was. And I was like, how do you do that? How do you find the time? And he said to me, well, if I can give my company 10 to 12 hours on some days, I can surely take one or two for myself. And I think you probably said that maybe 10 years ago. I've never forgotten it because it is that idea of putting yourself first. And it's it's almost like giving yourself permission Mm -hmm. to put yourself first, because then if you start with that, if you fill yourself, then you've got something to pour out for everybody else you encounter. Whereas if you don't do that, you've got nothing to give and you've got nothing to share. That's
1: of any like real value. Exactly. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head right there. Well, Dorothy Inez,
0: thank you so very much for joining us today on Mindful in 5. And uh, everybody look for the notes for how you can connect with Dorothy Inez in the um, notes for this session and visit her, contact her, DM her. But yes, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate
1: it. You're very welcome, and thanks for having me. All right, everybody,
0: that is a wrap. And until next time, this is saying, Be mindful and be well. Well, Amplify, that's a wrap. Employees, remember to take advantage of the various resources at Amplify devoted to helping you operate from your peaceful path. By promoting your mental and emotional wellness, these include your free subscription to the Calm app, the resources in the Aetna Resources for Living Employee Assistance Program, and you can find them in the Perks and Benefits section of the Employee Handbook on the intranet. You can also access Percipio, which has modules related to mindfulness and mental well being. Share this with someone who could use a little bit more mindfulness in their lives and join the hashtag Mindfulness Slack channel for weekly tips and other resources you can exchange with your colleagues. Until next time, be mindful and be well.